Toby McKinnon and Dan Malecki. Chris Alford joins us. He's on the road to Charlton. He's got, what, five at Charlton and four at Melton, I think, from memory, Chris. And uh, by the end of the day, you could end up grumpy. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Toby. And, uh, yeah, it's been a few long days. Not spared before midnight yesterday and the night before. And um, early start today and another late night. How do you do that, mate? This is seriously. I uh, used to it. Yep, that would be right. Used to it after a couple of years. Uh, oh, look, have you got a winner for us across the day? Who's your best chance? Um, yeah, probably at um, Charlton. I think Top Hat Johnny got a good open from the pole, and um, probably tonight. Um, Gypsy Princess, I reckon she'll go really well. Off the second row, race three, number 10. Uh, Dan, uh, <laughs> we've really got him on for Queen Elida, I suppose, mate. Look, I guess so. We were having a chat before, yeah. Chris, about the travel that you do. And, and I remember having a chat with you once and you were pretty chuffed. One of the cars that you had, I think it clocked over. Uh, and I, I can't remember, you might add a name for it, but... How many cars would you have clocked over over your journey? There'd be a few, I imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah, I probably had. Well, yeah, I hate to think how many cars and you never make any money on them, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're, uh, you're not too far off a magical mark. Um, um, I mean, I always see you as being... Um, uh, driven uh, at the best or even the worst of times, but uh, that 8,000 figure, it's not too far away. It's sort of, it, I say it's come up quickly, maybe not to, to, to you, but um, I suspect that that target is well within your sights. Probably, look, there's, could, could well be in January, um, uh, or maybe that's the reason why you're so busy at the moment, because, uh, you know, you're trying to chase it down, the 8,000 mark. Uh, yeah, it'll be something pretty special to get to. Um, but, you know, I never really set my sights on it. Just sort of try and get get winners everywhere we go. And, um, yeah, they've mounted up over the years, that's for sure. Queen. Well, let's talk yeah, about the Queen. Is the Queen, is she going to be able to hang on to that crown or... Are you seeing that... I mean, she was good last week. I've I, I got to admit, I, I'd been a little bit disappointed with where she had been at or f feeling as if she wasn't going as well as she can. But last week, she was really good. There was something there last week, Chris. Did you feel that way too? Uh, yes, Dan. She, um, yeah, the first night she was, by her standards, pretty horrible. Um, you couldn't even trot. She had a couple of issues with her feet and a bit of tying up and... <clears throat> didn't settle in well with some humidity. Um, second night, she was a bit better, even even though she got taken on and all that. The, the right one would have still won that race, I felt. But um, <clears throat> last week, she felt pretty much nearly back to you know her best. She went out on the track and wanted to have a buck and a kick and play up. And you know when she's like that, she's right. And um, Brent said she's been even better this week, so. It's going to be a big job to beat just leaving flying and um, right in the zone, but um, you know, I think we've got the horse that can give him a ride anyway. How can you beat him, Chris? Can you can you get ahead of him? I know you have beaten him before with Queen Elida in 
Uh, I think it was the Dullard Cup where she ran second, Just Believe ran third, but you got ahead of, ahead of Just Believe on that occasion. Can you get ahead of him at the start somehow? Um, yeah, I haven't really discussed a lot with Brent and the owners yet, what we're going to do. Um, I think she can get out pretty good when we want her to. Um, I personally think she's better when you don't buzz her off the gate. But in saying that, um, both times, just believes draw on the front um, at Albion Park, whether it be by design, he's been crossed firstly by Sir Farrah and I do. We got across pretty easy last week and then last week catchback crossed him pretty easy, but, you know, in saying that, <clears throat> Drake probably knew the front was there whenever he wanted and didn't have to bustle him too hard, so it'll be interesting if he has to bustle him up, and, uh, you know, I don't think he's any um, 100% chance of finding the front. John was pretty <clears throat> bullish in the past Metro last week that he wanted to lead because he thought it was the only way he could win, and um, we all heard that that he's going to try and hold up this year, but... It, once again, saying that, he drew one last year and that all during the week he was going to hold the front. He answered straight up in the gesturosa. So a bit of cat and mouse tactics there, you know, with the drivers and and the way they want to talk it up. But, um, yeah, I'm sure if we have one little thing go our way, we can, we can you know, run a great race. He has, Dan, uh, John Justice has parked, just believe, in the past. It was way back in on uh, Redwood Day in October 2022, and he won on that occasion Mufasa Metro. I suppose, Dan, if that that's that can make this, change this race a little bit, if Mufasa Metro holds Just Believe out in Queen Elida is at her best, can she win it then? Well, I think that's the sort of scenario mm. that Chris would like uh, for, for Just Believe not to amble to the front or any other runner in that race, Plymouth Chubb with, uh, with Karen as well and, mm. and even Chris Lang. Um, I think we all agree that if Just Believe does work his way to the top, it's it's uh, it's almost impossible to think that he can be run down. But if he's sitting parked, I'm not saying that he's less of a chance, but Queen Elida's chance probably improves if he's got the sit on, if she's got the sit on him. And same might be said for, for a couple of other runners as well. So I, I think Chris, um, to be fair, Chris might be, egging on John to to lead with Mufasa Metro. He might be trying to pump up his tyres. So he does create a bit of speed in the race. Otherwise, Just Believe's going to just dominate and dictate the race. And no matter how quick you can sprint, Chris, um, Just Believe's going to have that advantage, as he has had over, over the mare uh, throughout most of the clashes that they've had. So you want something you don't expect to be happening to give you a better chance, I imagine. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, oh, we've, and we've seen that in the last um, two lots of heats that, of course, Garthy's a bit out of control and um, Chantel had to send him both weeks. First week, she um, hammered Queen and had to eventually let her go to the front. And then the next week was the same. She wasn't scared to take on Just Believe for a fair bit of the race until um, it got fired. So there's, there's another thing that could happen as well, like... Just believed in the death, and the fast is in front, and Gus gets out of control, charge, and there goes you know plenty of mid race speed anyway. So, so you're saying Chris Gus can go around three wide, sit outside, just believe, and grind him into the ground and win the Inter Dominion? I don't, didn't say to win; it'll drop <laughs> no. out at some stage. But <laughs> no, but that's <laughs> that's what it makes it quick enough for us. That's what you yeah, That's what you're telling Chantel, though, surely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, 
it's improved every run, so uh, it has, yeah. I didn't even know. I had never heard of it before. It came up and gave it to Queen the other night, but um, its run was full of merit, and even though it got tired late last week, it was still a big run in the mile rate they did for the trip. Anything else for Chris while we got him, Dan? No, I just hope he gets an opportunity to uh, to get a bit of a rest. When's the flight tomorrow, Chris? Uh, I think it's around about 11 o'clock, so um, get to Queensland around about 1 o'clock and then the race is not until about 8.30 Queensland time, so 9.30 our time, I guess, so plenty of time to rest during the afternoon. I was going to say that's probably the best opportunity you're going to have for a bit of a rest is time in the plane. Yeah. You've picked up one other drive later on in the night. I, I, I gather you're staying overnight there and you just might get that little tiny freshen up that you need, win, lose or draw with Queen Elida. Yeah, well, um, yeah, the last plane out's pretty early from Queensland, so just have a quiet night, hopefully celebratory drink and then back home Sunday morning. That week in 1987, when you last had a freshen up, how did you drive off the back of that, Chris? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Something like that anyway. Chris, uh, best of luck tomorrow night, mate, uh, in the Inter-Dominion and, of course, always going forward. And uh, that 8,000 is not far away. Just stick at it and you never know. You might reach five figures one day yet. Nah, thanks, guys. I'm sure uh, one of us Victorians will get the job done tomorrow night and... Hopefully it's um, our one. Very good. Good on you, Chris. Thank you.